I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me on this Thursday afternoon. What a privilege to be your host this afternoon and, well, every afternoon. And for those of you who have been listening the last two or three days, it's just us today. Now we're not on in Tampa. It's just us and I am just fine with that. Hey, here's my telephone number on this hot day. It's not a steamy day. I can take this heat with this kind of humidity. This this is not bad. I could take this the rest of the summer. Anyway, here's my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Well, last night they did it. The House of Representatives, in a big bipartisan move, passed the... uh, Oh, they're calling it all kinds of names. It's the debt ceiling bill. It raises the debt ceiling, allowing the United States of America to borrow more money than we have. Uh, if <laughs> okay, now here's this is the truth. If any family did what the House of Representatives voted to do in very bipartisan. It was very bipartisan. It passed overwhelmingly. Uh, But anyway, if any family did what the House of Representatives voted to do last night, there is not a person on planet Earth that would say it was a wise move. Everybody would say, "What, what are you doing? It would be like a family maxing all of their credit cards to the absolute max, and they had a bunch of them, dozens of them, and every single one of them was maxed out to the limit. And not only were they maxed out to the limit, they're paying overcharge or overdraft fees on almost every card. And so the family gets together and has a meeting, says, what do you think we should do? Well, let's call all the credit card companies and see if we can get our limit raised so that we can borrow more. 
who in their right mind would think that would be a good idea? All right, I realize they're not the same, but there are a lot of similarities. A lot of similarities. Uh, did it have to be done? Eh, probably. It probably had to be done because of the reckless, and I mean absolutely reckless spending over the last many years, Republicans and Democrats, let's face it, Republicans have been spendthrifts as well. So was it necessary? Probably. Uh, Did the Republicans get all that they wanted? Absolutely not. Uh, Did the Democrats get everything they wanted? Absolutely not. And we have the far-left Democrats screaming and yelling and shouting, this is terrible, it's bad, it's horrible, it's awful. We have the far-right Republicans saying, this is bad, this is terrible, it is extremely awful. So maybe it's, maybe it's, a, maybe it's a good deal. I don't know. And again, what is actually in the bill? Well, someone would say, well, just read it. Well, number one, it's 300 pages long. And number two... It is filled with government gobbledygook. Have you ever tried to read these pieces of legislation that are passed? Have you ever, seriously, you ever tried to read them? It's like you're reading a foreign language and you need a translator. So uh, anyway, it is done. Uh, The uh, Republicans in the Senate are going to be offering some amendments. Uh, J.D. Vance. Uh, One of our two Ohio senators said he is going to offer some amendments before it comes up for a vote in the Senate, which will be very soon. Uh, Is there any chance that any of those amendments will actually be added? Probably not. Uh, But, and I'm I'm trying not to be too cynical. I'm trying. But when, when it comes to politics... And politicians, yeah, I'm fairly cynical. So I'm trying not to be too cynical. But everybody knew this thing was going to pass. Uh, The Republicans who voted for it can go to their constituents and say, hey, it was the best deal we could do. do. Uh, Look at how many uh, Democrats opposed it. It must be good, blah, 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 blah. The Republicans that voted against it can go to their constituents and say, I held the line. I promised you, I made promises, I kept all of those promises, and I voted against it, even though they knew it was going to pass. So um, we'll see. It will almost certainly pass the Senate. And I said this probably two weeks ago. And hey, listen. I readily admit I am not the brightest bulb in the candelabra. But I told you a couple of weeks ago, don't believe all the hype. We are not going to default. The president, the House of Representatives, the Senate, they're not going to allow the country to default. It was not going to happen. A reasonable person, would would understand that. It, it was not going to happen. And then, of course, we have all these artificial dates. Janet Yellen put out this date, then this date, 
and then moved it. It was in May, and then it was June 1st, and then it was June 5th. And uh, there was talk from a lot of experts who said we really actually wouldn't have defaulted until probably mid-July or even the end of July because of increased tax revenue coming in at the beginning, at the end of one quarter, the beginning of another quarter tax-wise. And it's almost impossible for a layman to figure it all out. So uh, it will pass the Senate probably uh, pretty close uh, to the uh, version that the uh, House of Representatives passed. And it will probably be months before we really know what's in the bill and what effect it will have. The uh, CBO, the Congressional Budget Office, which is a nonpartisan office and is usually pretty accurate, is predicting that this bill will reduce the budget deficit by $1.5 trillion over the next decade. Ten years, $1.5 trillion. Uh, Is that really true? Don't know. But again, from my non-expert point of view, if there is any budget agreement where the budget deficit stops rising, we got a winner on our hands. Because it keeps rising higher and higher and higher. If that can be stopped and we can begin to move back in the other direction, I think it's a victory for everyone. So we'll see. All right. We uh, we need to take the first break of the hour. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. We'll be right back. Bob Bernie Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And welcome back again to Bob Bernie Live. Here is an update. You may or may not remember the name Chelsea Mitchell. Chelsea Mitchell was an outstanding high school athlete in uh, Connecticut. Uh, It looked like through her junior high, high school career, that when she finally made it into her junior or senior year in high school, she probably had the best chance in the entire state to take home a state championship in uh, her events in track. Well, it didn't happen. Ended up, she ended up losing nearly 20 races in her career, almost all of them to a boy, a male. You say, wait, 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 wait. Um, 
that's why we have girls sports and boys sports because they are different. There are physical advantages to a male. And if you don't believe me, if you don't believe that there are physical advantages, uh, get on the internet. Okay, whatever search engine you use. Folks, listen. So much of these controversies about gender and all, it, it's common sense. It's, it's, it's not brain surgery. It's not the proverbial rocket science. All right, do a little internet search and pull up uh, Olympic records. Okay? Olympic records. Uh, pick almost any sport. Uh, pick track, 100-meter dash, and pull up the Olympic record for men. Pull up the Olympic record for women. You will be amazed at the difference. Uh, pick another event. 400-meter dash, you know, whatever. Pick almost any event. And look at the men's record and the women's record. In every case, I do not believe you will find any exception. The men's record will be considerably faster, higher, or whatever, than the women. Why? Because men have a distinct physical advantage over women in most athletic events. It's just a fact, folks. It is a fact. Look it up. So, you have a male who says he is a female and goes through hormone treatment, reduces testosterone. Does that do anything to their, does that change their muscular structure? No. Does it change their lung capacity? Nope. It doesn't change almost any of the physical advantages that a male has over a female. Reducing the testosterone does not reduce most of the advantages. So it is pure common sense. A male believing that he is a female, competing against a female, is not fair. You don't have to be a doctor. Well, Chelsea Mitchell lost most of her 20 races in her career because the state of Connecticut sees no problem with males competing against females. Well, Chelsea Mitchell does have a problem. She has now graduated from high school. Her chances of winning a state championship are gone forever. She will never have that chance again. But she is not finished with fairness because she does not want the same thing to happen to other girls coming behind her. She said this in a recent interview, at the end of the day, this is just about fairness. This is about biology. Uh, She is going to court. Uh, She has some fellow female track athletes, uh, Selena Soul, Ashley Nicoletti, Alana Smith. They are all teaming together to sue the state of Connecticut, claiming that the transgender policy in Connecticut high school sports is blatantly discriminatory and unfair to female athletes. Uh, Also in the interview, she said, I wanted to give voice to my story. 
and help other girls out there so they wouldn't have to experience what I experienced. Um, then she says, um, just two athletes took away so many opportunities away from biological females. Even though there were only two of them, they t- listen to this, there were only two. While she was competing, there were two boys pretending to be girls. Quote, even though there were only two of them, they took 15 state championships away from other girls, and there were 85 girls that were directly impacted from them being in the races. Yeah, two transgenders took 15 state championships from real biological girls. She went on, it was like, if I don't speak up for myself, who else is going to speak up for me? As much as I wanted the coaches and administrators to speak up, at the end of the day, they weren't. So she's going to court. Now, she's already filed a previous lawsuit that was thrown out. She's not giving up. Good for her. May her tribe increase.